As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1,339. Today, an excerpt from an interview. Man, and this is a long conversation as well. I think possibly the longest podcast interview I've done this time with the Starbecue podcast. Punch it, Chewy. Hi, I'm Ken Prevlard, illustrator of the Star Wars Incredible Cross-Sections books. You're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and the Starbecue podcast bills itself as the first adults-only Star Wars podcast that thinks with its stomach, and they do features like step-by-step cooks, <laughs> cookouts, excuse me, roast commentaries, and they say general kind of things that make your midichlorians tingle. Now, I was very pleased to be invited on, and their hosts are Fode and Bede. I got to talk with Fode. And we talked about a lot of things to do with the Force, and it went in a lot of very different directions. There were also discussions of favies and navies, as in things you really like and things you don't really like about a lot of different aspects of Star Wars movies. And similar to last week, where I shared a snippet of an interview with Tim McMahon from his Conversations subset of the Less Than 12 Parsecs podcast, this particular conversation is from a subset of the Starbecue podcast called Nibblers, and it's rather, I guess, ironically named in this case because you think of Nibblers as something small, and this conversation actually went over two hours. But this particular conversation, at least this snippet that you're going to hear, deals with Kylo Ren and his piloting ability in The Last Jedi and uses that as a jumping off point to discuss the use of the Force by both Force users and non-users and analogies that that might have in the so-called real world as well. And stick around after the break, after the excerpt that I share with you here, because I'm going to let you know about an event that's happening in June in San Diego, and it's an inaugural event, and I'm very excited for the guys that are putting it on, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, here is the excerpt of my conversation with Fode from the Starbecue podcast. How about, um, how about by the same token, though, uh, Kylo's little... Um, Thai silencer uh, moment in Last Jedi. Did that do it for you? That little snippet of solo flying skill. Uh, that was fun, and I, you know, I, I tested my suspension of disbelief because if the finalizer is shooting at it and can't penetrate the Radis's shields, but he's able to do that. Right, right, right. 
able to do that at close range. I was thinking, you know, really, why? How does that work? But you know, that's okay. Like I, it's it's one of those things where in the no, I think this has been in the cross sections book where they talk about how the um, the first order very much like the empire works on prototype situations, and so his tie silencer is supposed to be a, an advanced prototype akin to the idea of Darth Vader flying around right. the tie advanced one so that's supposed to be a you know major prototype upgrade from all the other tie fighters they have so um yeah him spinning around like that going it was kind of cool yeah that was kind of cool and yeah i i liked how they did it i liked his hesitation uh-huh. and not shooting the bridge when you know and sensing leia was there especially like, after that trailer mm-hmm. you know where we were yeah. like is he gonna yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. And you don't know also just because of the way they cut trailers, like are they messing with us? Is this right, actually right, right. by piece of the way that they're showing it? Yeah. And I'll be darned that it was and yeah, it was uh <laughs> it was pretty it was pretty amazing that he didn't do it. So, um I uh I I think this brings us right into our first force related topic since that is our main topic of the night. Yes. Kylo Ren obviously is attuned to the force on a level where he can manipulate the force around him. So do you, what do you think about um, Kylo? Well, let's use his ability as a pilot, as a jumping off point. Obviously that can't just be because he's good with the force, right? That has to be, I mean, yes, he's related to Darth Vader, who was arguably the finest pilot ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but Han Solo is also probably the finest pilot ever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and he doesn't even know when or if he's using the force ever. If he is, huh. it's unbeknownst mm-hmm. to him. Right. Right. So what do you think about the force as, um, something that people who aren't force users can use? I think it's absolutely a possibility. Okay. And I don't know a heck of a lot about this, but I'm, there's there's something that's referred to as being in flow state. Are you familiar with that term? Yeah. So especially with martial arts, like that's something, mm-hmm. whether you believe it or not, it's going to get told to you, you know? So yes, right. I'm fully aware of the flow state thing. Yeah. Um, the idea and, you know, for the... Um, for the layperson who's not familiar with the term, and I'm going to do a bad job of explaining it. So by all means, correct me, elaborate upon, and so on and so forth. But the idea of being in a place where as you're doing whatever it is you're doing, you're not even necessarily consciously thinking about what it is you're doing. You're able to do it, you know, on autopilot in a Mm -hmm. way, but it's the, just the very natural expression of doing whatever it is you're able to do. You see it in high-performing athletes, for example. Uh, and it's not just a matter of being in, in a flow state, but it's also a matter of being able to go into flow state to be able to control your um, your ability to drop into that sensation. I think um, I play racquetball and okay. recently, you know, not, you know, I'm a B level player um, mm-hmm. there. There's like a and then there's elite and then there's open. So I still have a way to go in that regard. But um, that's where I 
think I end up feeling it most often where you realize that you're making decisions on the court. And in racquetball, you can hit the ball and the ball goes at speeds of of as high as 140 miles an hour. Oh, my God. So decisions like really fast. And at some point you realize that you're making these decisions without necessarily thinking about it. Yeah. Like it's just, the decision happens before you even have the thought about making the decision. And it's because you've dropped into, you know, and a, a level of awareness that is deeper than the, you know, the regular day-to-day consciousness, the regular awareness of, Oh, I'm in a room and things are happening kind of thing. I didn't even make the connection that that could be like, cause I, I believe absolutely. Like you said that, that people who haven't, been taught to use the force can use the force and han especially Mm -hmm. looking at kylo as a lens um is is a perfect example of of that type of person um but it's also um it's something like artists are are told to have been in flows as people who are really phenomenal painters but comic book artists to me would be like the ultimate flow state because you got to work fast and accurate and you got to tell a story that doesn't even have words until after you're done drawing it. The words Mm -hmm. are written, then you draw it, then the words are written into what you drew. So it all has to make sense and it all hinges on you and you have to flow through it in what a week because you got another book you're working on. Right. Uh So, um, I think athletes call it in the zone, right? Everybody's familiar with being in the zone. But it's, mm-hmm. it's truly a different state of mind. And like you said, with racquetball, it's moving so fast you can't choose to think about it. You just do it. Um, right. Anakin with the pod racing, right? He's like, well, yeah, I must have Jedi reflexes. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I just pod race. You know, I just am good at it. Right. Humans can't race pods, but I do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm really fascinated, and I think Disney's Star Wars stuff, and I hate to use Disney as the, as the word, but their Star Wars era mm-hmm. um, has kind of explored this, maybe without really overstating it. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that they've explored a lot of characters who maybe aren't aware that they're using the Force, but given them qualities that are very forceful. I mean, Hera, Syndulla piloting mm-hmm. skills uh sabine with her technical skills um this to me would all be it's your niche in the force it's your flow mm-hmm. state in the force you know right um anyway, i think in rogue one yeah 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 absolutely because mm-hmm. we don't really know if he can force push anybody or you know move rocks with his mind as it were but he sure can fight and he can't mm-hmm. see <laughs> it's pretty awesome um he's trained himself i mean it's very daredevil like in a mm -hmm. way yeah that's true to the limits of his ability and there's a um the guardians of the wills uh novel for young readers as well that one i think if i remember right it talks about him like having moments occasionally where he has a clarity where the force is mostly you know, very kind of cloudy sure. like, thing, but that occasionally he's able to achieve moments of clarity, um, but they're very brief and, and they 
don't you know don't have a lasting effect for him and it's not something that he can um readily maintain right. or readily you know make happen but that it does from time to time but otherwise yeah i would say he's a very another good example of a you know somebody working in a flow state where even though like luke says in the last jedi you know the force is in everywhere yeah yeah just you know different people have different levels of ability right of being able to manipulate it and um to make it you know to <laughs> to lift rocks right as yes to put it hey rebel rouser no sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, so myself and Brainstormer Lonnie, as you know, my wife and business partner on the podcast, for about six years, actually, exactly six years from 2009 to 2014, we put on an event called the AHA Summit annually. It was the biggest online marketing and social media conference in the state of New Hampshire here. And it is a lot of work putting on an event that invites a couple of hundred people for a new experience every year. And so when I see word of people getting their own events started, I kind of sit up and take notice because it is a huge undertaking to pull off something like that. And I know it firsthand. So Steve Kirk, who is part of the San Diego Sabres podcast on the Star Wars Commonwealth Network, is putting together, or at least he's part of a team that's putting together a new con called Intergalactic Con in San Diego. It's happening this June, and they've got brand new branding for it as well. Their tagline is Free Your Fandom. And this is from their Facebook page. It says that they're bringing stress-free fun back to comic, film, gaming, and cosplay fans. They're seeking travelers from every corner of the fandom universe to discover and share at their inaugural gathering. Attendees will have the chance to meet and learn from experts in the film, comics, and gaming industries, as as well as participate in on-site events including speaker sessions, cosplay hair and makeup workshops, cinematography workshop, land gaming sessions, tabletop gaming tournaments, a costume repair room, theme parties, and more. And they've already got some pretty neat speakers lined up. Claudia Christian, who you may remember from Babylon 5. Colin Cantwell, who is a concept artist and model maker for the original Star Wars, worked on the X-Wing, the Death Star, the Falcon, all that good stuff. Man, it is a big deal to pull off an event like this. And so I just want to say congratulations to Steve and the rest of the team working on this event. And you can check out the website intergalacticonsd.com and the intergalactic and the con share a C. It's not a double C, just so you know. And if you get a chance to go in June, I hope you have a wonderful time. And I hope that this is just the first of many wonderful events that Steve and company pull off with Intergalacticon San Diego. All right, that's going to do it for the podcast today. Man, oh man, do we have a heck of a couple of weeks ahead of us between the finale of Rebels, the release of The Last Jedi novelization, the release of The Last Jedi on home video, including deleted scenes and all that stuff. 
we have got a lot in store to talk about, and I'm looking forward to it. So thank you so much for joining me for the ride, as always. It's going to be a heck of a month. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go into hiding in the desert, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a crazy old hermit, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Parts.